Hello, welcome back to Meditating the Word. My name is Cherie. I'm your host and fellow traveler on this journey through the Bible in a year. Whether you've been reading the Bible for years, or if this is your first time to read it from Genesis to Revelation, I'm so glad to have you with us. We're six months in. I'm proud of you for hanging in there. Now let's jump into today's passage. This is day 185. Today, we're reading 2 Kings 9-11. through I'm reading from the World English Bible. Let's get started. The Second Book of Kings, chapters 9-11 through Elisha the prophet called one of the sons of the prophets and said to him, Put your belt on your waist, take this vial of oil in your hand, and go to Ramoth-Gilead. When you get there, find Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in and make him rise up from among his brothers and take him to an inner room. Then take the vial of oil and pour it on his head and say, The Lord says, I have anointed you king over Israel. Then open the door, flee, and don't wait. So the young man, the young prophet, went to Ramoth-Gilead, When he came, behold, the captains of the army were sitting. Then he said, I have a message for you, captain. Jehu said, To which one of us? He said, To you, O captain. He arose and went into the house. Then he poured the oil on his head and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I have anointed you king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. You must strike your master Ahab's house, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. For the whole house of Ahab will perish. I will cut off from Ahab everyone who urinates against a wall, both him who is shut up and him who is left at large in Israel. I will make Ahab's house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha, the son of Ahijah. The dogs will eat Jezebel on the plot of ground of Jezreel, and there shall be no one to bury her. Then he opened the door and fled. When Jehu came out to the servants of his lord, and one said to him, Is all well? Why did this madman come to you? He said to them, You know the man and how he talks. They said, That is a lie. Tell us now. He said, He said to me, The Lord says I have anointed you king over Israel. Then they hurried, and each man took his cloak and put it under him on the top of the stairs and blew the trumpet, saying, Jehu is king. So Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against Joram. Now Joram was defending Ramoth-Gilead, he and all Israel, because of Hazael, king of Syria. But King Joram had returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which the Syrians had given him when he fought with Hazael, king of Syria. Jehu said, If this is your thinking, then let no one escape and go out of the city to go to tell it in Jezreel. So Jehu rode in a chariot and went to Jezreel, for Joram lay there. Ahaziah, king of Judah, had come down to see Joram. Now the watchman was standing on the tower in Jezreel, 
and he spied the company of Jehu as he came and said, I see a company. Joram said, Take a horseman and send to meet them, and let him say, Is it peace? So one went on horseback to meet him and said, The king says, Is it peace? Jehu said, What do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The watchman said, The messenger came to them, but he isn't coming back. Then he sent out a second on horseback, who came to them and said, The king says, Is it peace? Jehu answered, What do you have to do with peace? Fall in behind me. The watchman said, He came to them and isn't coming back. The driving is like the driving of Jehu, the son of Nimshi, for he drives furiously. Joram said, Get ready. They got his chariot ready. Then Joram, king of Israel, and Ahaziah, king of Judah, went out, each in his own chariot. And they went out to meet Jehu and found him on Naboth, the Jezreelites' land. When Joram saw Jehu, he said, Is it peace, Jehu? He answered, What peace, so long as the prostitution of your mother Jezebel and her witchcraft abound? Joram turned his hands and fled, and said to Ahaziah, This is treason, Ahaziah. Jehu drew his bow with his full strength and struck Joram between his arms, and the arrow went out at his heart, and he sunk down in his chariot. Then Jehu said to Bidkar, his captain, Pick him up and throw him in the plot of the field of Naboth, the Jezreelite. For remember how, when you and I rode together after Ahab his father, the Lord laid this burden on him. Surely I have seen yesterday the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons, says the Lord. And I will repay you in this plot of ground, says the Lord. Now therefore take and cast him onto the plot of ground according to the Lord's word. But when Ahaziah the king of Judah saw this, he fled by the way of the garden house. Jehu followed after him and said, Strike him also in the chariot. They struck him at the ascent of Gur, which is by Ibleam. He fled to Megiddo and died there. His servants carried him in a chariot to Jerusalem and buried him in his tomb with his fathers in David's city. In the eleventh year of Joram, the son of Ahab, Ahaziah began to reign over Judah. When Jehu had come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, and she painted her eyes and adorned her head and looked out at the window. As Jehu entered in at the gate, she said, Do you come in peace, Zimri, you murderer of your master? He lifted up his face to the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked out at him. He said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses. Then he trampled her underfoot. When he had come in, he ate and drank. Then he said, See now to this cursed woman and bury her, for she is a king's daughter. They went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull, the feet, and the palms of her hands. Therefore they came back and told him, he said, This is the Lord's word, which he spoke by his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, The dogs will eat the flesh of Jezebel on the plot of Jezreel. 
and the body of Jezebel will be as dung on the surface of the field on Jezreel's land, so that they won't say, This is Jezebel. Now Ahab had seventy sons in Samaria. Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria, to the rulers of Jezreel, even the elders, and to those who brought up Ahab's sons, saying, Now as soon as this letter comes to you, since your master's sons are with you, and you have chariots and horses, a fortified city also, and armor, select the best and the fittest of your master's sons, set them on his father's throne, and fight for your master's house. But they were exceedingly afraid, and said, Behold, the two kings didn't stand before him. How then shall we stand? He who was over the household, and he who was over the city, the elders also, and those who raised the children, sent to Jehu, saying, We are your servants, and will do all that you ask us. We will not make any man king. You do that which is good in your eyes. Then he wrote a letter the second time to them, saying, If you are on my side, and if you listen to my voice, take the heads of the men who are your master's sons, and come to me by Jezreel by tomorrow this time. Now the king's sons, being seventy persons, were with the great men of the city who brought them up. When the letter came to them, they took the king's sons and killed them, even seventy people, and put their heads in baskets and sent them to him in Jezreel. A messenger came and told him, They have brought the heads of the king's sons. He said, Lay them in two heaps at the entrance of the gate until the morning. In the morning he went out and stood and said to all the people, You are righteous. Behold, I conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all these? Know now that nothing will fall to the earth of the Lord's word, which the Lord spoke concerning Ahab's house. For the Lord has done that which he spoke by his servant Elijah. So Jehu struck all that remained of Ahab's house in Jezreel, with all his great men, his familiar friends, and his priests, until he left him no one remaining. He arose and departed and went to Samaria. As he was at the shearing house of the shepherds on the way, Jehu met with the brothers of Ahaziah, king of Judah, and said, Who are you? They answered, We are the brothers of Ahaziah. We are going down to greet the children of the king and the children of the queen. He said, Take them alive. They took them alive and killed them at the pit of the shearing house, even forty-two men. He didn't leave any of them. When he had departed from there, he met Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, coming to meet him. He greeted him and said to him, Is your heart right as my heart is with your heart? Jehonadab answered, It is. If it is, give me your hand. He gave him his hand, and he took him up to him into the chariot. He said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. So they made him ride in his chariot. When he came to Samaria, he struck all who remained to Ahab in Samaria until he had destroyed them, according to the Lord's word which he spoke to Elijah. Jehu gathered all the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu will serve him much. Now therefore call to me all the prophets of Baal, 
all of his worshippers, and all of his priests. Let no one be absent, for I have a great sacrifice to Baal. Whoever is absent, he shall not live. But Jehu did deceptively, intending to destroy the worshippers of Baal. Jehu said, Sanctify a solemn assembly for Baal. So they proclaimed it. Jehu sent through all Israel, and all the worshippers of Baal came, so that there was not a man left that didn't come. They came into the house of Baal, and the house of Baal was filled from one end to another. He said to him who kept the wardrobe, Bring out robes for all the worshippers of Baal. So he brought robes out to them. Jehu went with Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, into the house of Baal. Then he said to the worshippers of Baal, Search and see that none of the servants of the Lord are here with you, but only the worshippers of Baal. So they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had appointed for himself eighty men outside and said, If any of the men whom I bring into your hands escape, he who lets him go, his life shall be for the life of him. As soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, Jehu said to the guard and to the captains, Go in and kill them. Let no one escape. So they struck them with the edge of the sword. The guard and the captains threw the bodies out and went to the inner shrine of the house of Baal. They brought out the pillars that were in the house of Baal and burned them. They broke down the pillar of Baal and broke down the house of Baal and made it a latrine to this day. Thus Jehu destroyed Baal out of Israel. However, Jehu didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin, the golden calves that were in Bethel and that were in Dan. The Lord said to Jehu, Because you have done well in executing that which is right in my eyes, and have done to Ahab's house according to all that was in my heart, your descendants shall sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. But Jehu took no heed to walk in the way of the Lord, the God of Israel, with all his heart. He didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam, with which he made Israel to sin. In those days the Lord began to cut away parts of Israel, and Hazael struck them in all the borders of Israel, from the Jordan eastward, all the land of Gilead, the Gadites, and the Reubenites, and the Manassites, from Aroer, which is by the valley of the Arnon, even Gilead and Bashan. Now the rest of the acts of Jehu, and all that he did, and all his might, Aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Jehu slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria. Jehoah has his son reigned in his place. The time that Jehu reigned over Israel in Samaria was twenty-eight years. Now when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the royal offspring. But Jehoshiba, the daughter of King Joram, sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the king's sons who were slain, even him and his nurse, and put them in the bedroom. And they hid him from Athaliah, so that he was not slain. He was with her, hidden in the Lord's house six years, while Athaliah reigned over the land. 
In the seventh year, Jehoiada sent and fetched the captains over hundreds of the Karaites and of the guard, and brought them to him in the Lord's house. And he made a covenant with them, and made a covenant with them in the Lord's house, and showed them the king's son. He commanded them, saying, This is what you must do. A third of you who come in on the Sabbath shall be keepers of the watch of the king's house. A third of you shall be at the gate sewer, and a third of you at the gate behind the guard. So you shall keep the watch of the house and be a barrier. The two companies of you, even all who go out on the Sabbath, shall keep the watch of the Lord's house around the king. You shall surround the king, every man with his weapons in his hand, and he who comes within the ranks, let him be slain. Be with the king when he goes out and when he comes in. The captains over hundreds did according to all that Jehoiada the priest commanded, and they each took his men, those who were to come in on the Sabbath with those who were to go out on the Sabbath, and came to Jehoiada the priest. The priest delivered to the captains over hundreds the spears and shields that had been King David's, which were in the Lord's house. The guard stood, every man with his weapons in his hand, from the right side of the house to the left side of the house, along by the altar and the house around the king. Then he brought out the king's son, and put the crown on him, and gave him the covenant, and they made him king and anointed him. And they clapped their hands and said, Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise of the guard and of the people, she came to the people into the Lord's house, and she looked, and behold, the king stood by the pillar, as the tradition was, with the captains and the trumpets by the king, and all the people of the land rejoiced and blew trumpets. Then Athaliah tore her clothes and cried, Treason! Treason! Jehoiada the priest commanded the captains of hundreds who were set over the army, and said to them, Bring her out between the ranks. Kill anyone who follows her with a sword. For the priest said, Don't let her be slain in the Lord's house. So they seized her, and she went by the way of the horse's entry to the king's house, and she was slain there. Jehoiada made a covenant between the Lord and the king and the people, that they should be the Lord's people, also between the king and the people. All the people of the land went to the house of Baal and tore it down. They broke his altars and his images in pieces thoroughly, and killed Matan, the priest of Baal, before the altars. The priest appointed officers over the Lord's house. He took the captains over hundreds, and the Karaites, and the guard, and all the people of the land, and they brought down the king from the Lord's house, and came by the way of the gate of the guard to the king's house. He sat on the throne of the kings. So all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet. They had slain Aphaliah with the sword at the king's house. Jehoash was seven years old when he began to reign. Father God, I'm reminded of the Apostle Paul's words to Timothy to not let anyone belittle him according to his youth. Jehoash was just a young boy of seven when he was anointed king over your people. He had a wise spiritual counselor in Jehoiada, and that made all the difference. We know you are not a respecter of persons, Father. You can use the greatest, and you can use the least. 
may we be found worthy vessels for you. Amen. Well, there we have it, another chapter in our journey through the Bible. It's not always easy to understand, but remember, it's not a race, and each word we read is a seed planted in our hearts. Thank you for being part of the journey. Join us tomorrow and every day as we continue our journey through the pages of the Bible. This is Cherie signing off for the day. Remember, you are in my prayers, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.